You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Welcome to the Voice of Revival Radio Show. Isaac Gutierrez here. Thank you for joining me today on this program as we have been talking about prophecy. We have been talking about the end times, the last days, and we are right now in a prophetic season. We're in the feast. The feast. When we understand the feast, we understand the end times. We're going to understand the timing of, of the last days, what's going to take place. If we don't have this understanding, we're uncertain about where we stand in the last days. There's an expectation that is coming. If we look right now, we're in the feast of, we have, in, we have finished the feast of trumpets. We have entered last days of uh, the days of all the 10 days of repentance, which we talk about. And we also are headed into the Yom Kippur which leads to the Feast of Tabernacles. You see, these fall feasts represent what's coming, what is to come. The ones that, that were before, the, there were four feasts that were celebrated, but we're not going to get into that. We're going we're gonna to get into that later on. Right now, we're right in the time of the feast, and the ones who prepare for the feast are the watchmen. The watchmen are the ones who are always observant, you know, they were the ones who had to look and see when the sliver of the moon was going to come. And when they did, they announced, they they blew the shofar that it was time for the feast to begin. That was the blowing of the shofar is the activity of the Yom Torah. That is the blowing of the shofar. This is the time when there would be hundreds of shofar blasts throughout this prayer service. And the last one will be known as the last trump. Doesn't it sound familiar? This is when Christ is going to return at the last trump. We've been talking about this. And today I want to talk about the watchmen. I want to talk about that the, the trumpets are upon the church. The trumpets, the, the human shofars. This is something that we've been talking about. If you haven't got a chance, go ahead and go back and listen to the first program talking about trumpets, prophecy, and the king's return. The other program we did was called, all of these are available on our website, thevor.net. That's thevor.net. The one we did was called the Sound of Shofars, Preparation, and the Second Coming. The first one we did was called Trumpets, prophecy, and the king's return. Kind of the same thing, but no, I go into a little bit understanding of the Feast of Trumpets. Both both of these uh, go into in-depth about the Feast of Trumpets, preparing us for the time of Teshuvah, the time of repentance. But I want to talk a little bit, of, before we get into that, about the watchmen 
and the trumpets. If you have a chance, I'm going you to go and listen to Trumpets Are Sounding. You can find that on Apostle Joshua Giles' YouTube channel and his Facebook page. Just search for Joshua Giles Ministries. And he's confirmed and settles what is happening, that there is a shift. And the trumpets are announcing this shift. The watchmen are the human shofars. They're the ones who are sounding the alarm. They are preparing the body of Christ. When you hear the midnight cry, it is the sound right before the return of Christ. And you're going to hear this more and more as we start hearing many watchmen rise up. In fact, Jesus called us to be watchmen, to watch and to pray. Many are watching, but they're not praying. We must have a continual watch. He put watchmen so that we could announce and that we could know when he was going to come. This is like I said, as a watchman, I am intrigued with trumpets or shofars. <laughs> I need to practice. I want to be able to blow the shofar. I want to really stand in that watchman position. And I see that with Jonathan Condit. He teaches and, and then he also is able to blow the shofar. He's also anointed as a priest, as a Kohen. I did a program Oh, my goodness. Back in 2020 called the, the rising of human shofars. The, the human shofars are coming. How God is raising up voices that will sound the alarm. They are human shofars in the hands of God, announcing, heralding and sounding the call to return to the Lord. They are sounding and announcing the call to repentance and the great sin. There's a call that God is calling his people to the harvest. There's going to come a time that the harvest is ready. What we are preparing. I sense in my spirit that the Lord is preparing us for us to enter into spring to go for the harvest big time. So right now is a time of preparation. We're heading into some turbulent times, some times of distress. Many have been talking about it. And I'm going to be bringing this up on our brand new program called The Watchman Report. This is going to be prophecy and news and the prophetic word of what we can do to prepare for the end times. We're not going to the end times. We're in the end times. The problem is we have been looking at the end times from, a, from the wrong perspective, from the wrong view. And because of that, many are confused of where we are right now. If you go to Matthew chapter 24, Jesus speaks about the last days. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24, and I want to look at something here. Matthew 24. You could read this on your own time because there's a lot in Matthew. This is Jesus is describing the signs of the times and the end of the age. I like what he says in verse 4. The disciples came to him and said, Lord, when is it going to be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? He's talking about the millennial reign. He's talking about when Jesus sets up his millennial kingdom. And he said, take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. You're going to hear wars. You're going to hear of wars coming up, but it's not the end. For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. These are the beginning of sorrows. 
I believe that we entered into a time of the beginning of sorrows. Look what it says here in verse 9. And they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by, by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the glove of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end will be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. Then the end will come. Now listen as we go on. Let me skip down because this is so long. I, 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 we're not going to be able to do it. But here, look, look what it says here. Immediately, verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the son of man will appear in heaven. Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When its branches already become tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Surely I say to you, this generation will, will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words by no means pass away. No man will know the day nor the hour, but we're coming to a time where the Lord says that we're going to know the time and season of his return. Can I tell you something? We're getting close, but we're not there yet. I don't care how many would say, well, there's an imminent return of Christ. Yeah, there's many things that must happen before the return of Christ. We, we need to understand where are we on God's prophetic timetable? Where are we on the time of the Lord? In the time we're entering, we're embarking on the call of the Lord to his people. A time of repentance is upon us. We're going to go into talking about the time of Yom Kippur. Then I'm going to go into the Feast of the Tabernacles. As we continue to keep bringing this revelation, revelation is unveiling, is the apocalypse. The apocalypse, the book of Revelation is not about doom and gloom. It is about the revealing of the Messiah. It's about the revealing of Jesus Christ. The Lord is going to give us an understanding of prophecy. And in these last days, there's a revelation. There is an anointing that is coming upon the watchman to teach on the end times. It is going to be powerful because many are going to get the understanding of what's happening in the world, where we're at, and what we must do. That's the sons of Issachar. Go to First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. It says, And of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, their cheeks were 200 and their brethren were all at their command. Now, these sons of Issachar understood the times. These are watchmen. These are the ones who understand the times that they're living in. And the Lord has given them revelation of what is coming. The purpose of understanding, as we've been talking about the feast, is that the church become one. There is not two houses. 
but one Israel and the seed of Abraham. We are engrafted into his house, into the chosen people. The problem is we have been separating each other and saying we're the chosen and they're the ones who are going to be left behind so that they endure persecution. But that's not right. Because Jesus said he's not coming till immediately after the tribulation of those days. That puts a perspective of when he's going to return. There is no secret return. Okay, he came the first time, right? Then he's going to be come again the second time. There's not a third coming. There's not a fourth coming. There's a second coming. We're going to get this in perspective. It's not something we like to hear because we've been told that there's going to be a secret rapture and they're going to remove us out of the earth. But no, we have been looking at it wrong. And the Lord is trying to get our minds to change here. Because when we think about that, then we get this mentality, I don't have to do anything. So souls and the harvest is not important. It's all about getting ourselves ready for the rapture. When the rapture is not going to happen yet until all of these things come to pass. Oh, my goodness. You may not like this program. You may not like the way it is going, but this is different than what you have been taught. This is different than what we have been told because the Lord is revealing to his servants, the prophets, the servants, the messengers, the servants, the watchmen, his servants, the apostles and the, the prophets are coming together to reveal these end times. My God, because we need to know the purpose of understanding is that we're one house. We are engrafted, adopted into the family of God. The quarreling must stop. Think about how many have been okay with this. For far too long, God's people have been satisfied with Ishmael. But Isaac is coming. Well, who is Isaac? Isaac is the promise. Isaac is the true manifestation. We have been settling for the counterfeit. And because we can't get along with our brothers, who are our brothers, our brothers, our Jewish brothers, our Messianic brothers, we're coming together to be unified. We're going to see how we're supposed to be connected and understand these feasts because they point us to the end times. What we thought was a fulfillment, there will be an awakening. The Isaac is coming. I'm going to be talking about that on the convergence and the word and the spirit. For too long, there have been those who have just been on the word side. They just understand the word of God, but they despise the moving of the spirit. And then there's those who are on the word side. They're so prophetic. They're so spiritual, but they have no understanding of scripture. There's going to be a, a, a where the theologians and the prophetic comes together, where the word and the spirit comes together. And this wasn't, I didn't understand this until R.T. Kendall uh, read his works on the midnight cry. He's talking about how many have been settling for Ishmael. The Pentecostal and the Charismatics have been thinking that they are the final fulfillment. But the Lord says there's coming another awakening. There's coming another awakening. And it's not going to be by denominations. It's not going to be by well-known people. It's going to be by unknown people, unknown faces, people that don't have followings, people that are popular, 
but the Lord is going to use them in this day. My goodness, I'm a part of that. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you, but that gives us hope to know that God can use us for the times such as we're living in right now. Whoa, that awakening is coming. The final awakening. I'm going to be talking about that because this is when we're going to see the great revival. The great final awakening is coming. The great final awakening that will that will be greater than all the revivals in history. That will be greater because it's going to not be made up of this this denomination or this organization or this ministry but it's a unified team effort that's why i've been talking about power teams that's why we've been talking about secession and networking see you're going to get to understand what we're, we're about here at the vor we are going to where the lord is moving us to this is not just a ministry this is a movement this is a final last day movement that is going to be persist. That's why it's called the voice of revival. God is raising up voices. God is raising up messengers. God is going to raise up watchmen. He's going to raise up fivefold ministries. This is the impact that's going to take place. The great awakening to come in the days to come. That is going to be important in the days to come. That is why the book's have to be written. But this is the first preparation. This is the midnight cry. The midnight cry is going out. Before the bridegroom comes, there's always a preparation stage. God is preparing his bride. Oh, can you tell I'm passionate about this? I know that the Lord has called me to do this. And there are those who listen to this program because you want to know the truth. You want to know what's coming. You need to understand and I'm not doing this because I'm tooting my own horn. I'm doing this because the Lord has commissioned and called me and anointed me for a time such as this. Praise God. When we understand the biblical feast and how it relates to God's people and the timing of end time prophecy, we're going to be better prepared for what is coming. This is the, called the Feast of Trumpets. It's in, in the word of God, trumpets represent shofars. The blowing of trumpets are to announce and herald what's coming. So many have been talking about this is the, the, the year of the open door of Pei Dalet, Pei Dalet, 5784, representing the open door. And it reminds me of what Paul said about a new door was opening. What was this new door opening? Many want the, a door open and they think it's going to be open for just a new opportunity. But the door opens for the gospel to be preached and for souls to come to Christ. Oh, here it is, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9. 2 Corinthians 16, 9. But I will tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost, for a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. An effective door has been opened to me. Now let's move on to the next scripture here. And that is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Look what it says. Furthermore, when I came to Torah to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord. I had no rest in my spirit because I did not find Titus, my brother, 
but taking my leave of him, I departed for Macedonia. There is an open door right now. For what? What is the open door? The open door is for the gospel to be preached. There is a time coming where I talked about this in another program. Go, It's called the wealth transfer, the end time wealth transfer for revival. We're praying for the door to preach the gospel to open. Notice something. There is a harvest connected to the feast of trumpets. I sense in my spirit that the Lord is preparing us through this time because when 2024 comes in the spring, right after the time of winter, we're going to, I believe the Lord is going to prepare us to jump into this crusades that I've been talking about, these tent revivals. I prophesy that the Lord is bringing the VOR into doors of opportunity to preach the gospel, evangelize, to train and disciple and to equip to begin the launching of the VOR Crusades. You want to find out more? Go to the VOR.net. I talk about these crusades that are coming up and how you can be a part of it. It was this Labor Day when the Lord gave me a word called the Great Send. And since that word, I've been hearing trumpets sounding. There is a timing that we're moving into right now where there is a great send. The Lord is sending his people into the harvest. What does this say? Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers into the fields. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers into the fields. That is found in Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. After he had sent the disciples out, that the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Harvest is plenty. But the laborers are few. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Matthew 9, 37 and verse 38. Now, let's go to John chapter 4. We're talking about the harvest here. This is what the Lord is preparing us for. There are people who are ready for the gospel. People are hungry for something different. They're tired of all this confusion, all of this craziness. Understand that even unbelievers are asking. We're living in the last days. They're looking at the book of, they're looking into the Bible. Why shouldn't the Christians be the ones who are helping them? That's what God is doing. He's revealing the end times right now. We have a, a mandate. We have the VOR Crusades, the VOR Watchmen Report. I believe in this evangelistic outreach is going to reach the loss through prophecy and the news. God is going to use prophecy to speak to the people and he's going to prepare them. And those who have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying, we must heed and pay attention because the Lord is speaking. And But now it's time for us to listen and not just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. Raise up laborers. This is the word. It was September. It was Monday, September 4th, 2023. The prophetic word came at 6.15 a.m. 
I woke up this morning and I hear the word souls, harvest, laborers, workers, and I'm moving quickly. This Labor Day, as many are enjoying a day off of work, I hear the Lord say, I'm ready to send laborers into the fields. Don't get comfortable. Time to get busy. I'm thrusting out my people into the fields, just as they know what it is to gather the migrants, the workers who go into the fields. Um, they will have a burden to reach the loss. I'm sending out my evangelists once again to the harvest. Those who cannot rest until they fulfill the calling of the Lord on their life. The revivalists that have longed for a great reviving. Don't you see it? It's not coming, for it is now. Raise up the laborers. Send them out. Time to work, my people. There is great trouble coming, and we must send a clarion call to call the people to me. Don't wait till the storm hits to share the good news. Do it now. I, the Lord, have always, have always brought warning before the trouble comes. This has been prophesied in history, for I am doing a new thing in your time, and I will continue to speak. Now pray for the laborers. Pray for the harvest. Pray for a great revival. Time to awaken my people. What I have prophesied over you, my son, the crusades, the tent revivals are upon you. Now call them. This is urgent. Don't wait till the crisis hits to gather. Do it now. Raise up laborers. Wow. What a word. What a word. And this brings me to what I've been talking about. The great sin. So many years I tried to begin tent revivals and launch new projects. And all that has been prophesied and nothing came about it. And it seemed like every door I tried was shut. But what is happening right now, I sense in, my, in the spirit. I sense even physically that the doors are opening. What is happening cannot be stopped. This is the trumpets and the the watchmen. It is time for the harvest. As we get into the understanding of this watchman ministry, we're going to understand where we're headed into. The Lord is in control. He's in control of this. All I ask from those who are listening, I'm so grateful for you, and I'm humbled and honored that you come and hear this program. But I want to ask you, a question. What are you doing for the harvest? What are you going to put in? Many want the glory of God. Many want the move of God, but we don't want to give to the work of God. I never do this. Like I said, I did a program talking about the end time wealth transfer for revival. And I, and I began to share of the need of these crusades and why we're doing this. And that everything that is given is going to be towards this great effort. But I couldn't do it alone. So I began to ask others, would they pray? And would they feel in their heart to give to this kingdom endeavor? And we're right now on the precipice, on the cusp of the great thing coming. But there's also darkness coming and there's great revival coming. Darkness coming and awakening coming. Whose side are you on? I'm coming back next time, and I'm going to talk about the watchmen and the trumpets. We have been talking about prophecy. I mean, the Lord is really revealing that he's coming. And we have more to talk about as we have more to continue on this program. But if you would like to give, go to the VOR.net. There is a, a support button. It gives you four different ways that you can give. Understand what you give is going 
to buy the equipment that we need for the VOR Crusades, for building the studio that we need to do this Watchmen report to a greater degree, to a greater level. Don't worry. When the Lord says for me to do something, I step out and do it. Also, I want to stop procrastinating on writing the books that the Lord told me to write and get them done. So there are so many things in the works. I want to call in people and a network of people to come together because we're going to do this together. I can't do this by myself. I'm calling networking. I'm calling collaborations. I'm calling ministries. I'm calling organizations to come together. Let's see the harvest together. We're going to see this come together. Well, the Lord is doing a new thing and we can't be on the sidelines anymore. And in order to be on the front lines, we need everybody on board. All hands on deck. This is this time. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you for the word today. I thank you for the message that has gone forth. I thank you for what you were doing this day in this hour. I thank you, Lord, that there's an urgency in our spirits to speak the word, to prophesy, to declare, to decree as this time of the feast that we're upon, Father. Lord, let the trumpets be heard. Let the shofars go forth. Let the messengers declare. Let the word of the Lord go swiftly. Let the gospel, let there be an effectual door opening so that the gospel can be preached, Lord. For the harvest is ready, Father. Lord, prepare us for when we go out, Father. Lord, a harvest is going to come, Father. And Lord, I thank you. I feel your presence in the studio. I feel your presence in what you're doing. And Lord, I'm so grateful and thankful that you have brought us for a time such as this. And we're not going to back off. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep moving until something breaks. The breakthrough is coming. Father, I declare upon those who feel in their heart to give, Father. Lord, bless them. Let them know that what they're giving into is going to reap a harvest of souls. Souls are the currency of the kingdom. And Lord, we're believing as we're entering some turbulent times, perilous times, Lord, you're going to be with those who give to your work, Father. And Lord, we're going to be able to trust you. And because you are a protector, you're a provider. You will bring our provision that we need, Father. And give us the word, Father. Show us ahead of time what's coming, Lord, so that we can sound the alarm, so we can prepare your people, for you are coming soon. Let us get ready for that great day. The day of the Lord is coming. Prepare the way. The King is coming. Let that be the message that goes out, Father. Let the midnight cry sound, and let your people be ready. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the, the VOR radio show, Broadcast Network. If you want to find out more, go to the VOR.net. Get all our material. We have blogs. We have new blogs all the time. We have new projects that we're working on. We also have every program. I think we have over 200 plus podcasts, programs, audio shows. I'm raising up a, a team of intercessors, of prayer warriors, that will pray for the VOR at all times. Because what we're entering into is going to be powerful. And you can be a part of it. So to the next time, I want to be talking about Yom Kippur. We're going to talk about as we get into the Day of Atonement. Then we're going to move into the Feast of Tabernacles. Then I'm going to be bringing you a variety of different programs of power teams. The Convergence is here. The Word and the Spirit. There's just so much. It's just bubbling out of me. And I got to put it out there because the Lord is compelling me to do this. So thank you for listening to the VOR Radio Show. We'll see you again on our next program. God bless you. Bye-bye.
This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.